Hey, what's going on? This is Mike, and welcome to the Victory Podcast, where God is the greatest power, and we are never defeated. I am so excited to continue this series with you on the armor of God, and this is the fourth installment of the series, and I want to say I appreciate everybody that listens and supports, everybody that's subscribed and and has uh, liked the Facebook page. I do see you. Your your uh, support is not unnoticed, and I thank you. And so this week, we are going to be talking about having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So what in the world does shod mean? And how does that relate to the gospel of peace? And where does preparation come in? Well, we're going to get into all of that in this installment of the series in this podcast. So uh, kick back, relax, grab something to eat, something to drink, um, do whatever you do when you're listening to the podcast. And I hope you enjoy. Ephesians 6 and 15, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, the word shod in this passage of scripture, which is, it comes from the Hebrew word, hupad eo, which means to bind under one's feet or to put on shoes or sandals. So what exactly do shoes do for us as people? Well, Shoes do several things for us. Shoes help us retain heat and cold temperatures. Shoes allow us to travel greater distances without wear and tear. Shoes provide ankle support. And most importantly, they ward off injury and accompanying infections. So how does the gospel of peace relate to shoes? First and foremost, we have to establish what the gospel is. The gospel is the good news concerning Christ and the way of salvation. The key to understanding the gospel is to understand why it is good news. You see, we're all born into sin, shaped in iniquity. It was no fault of our own at first, but then as life goes on and we grow older, we tend to, you know, do things that are offensive to God. This is the essence of sin. If it offends God, then we ought not to do it. We can find out what offends God in his word. Nonetheless, as the Bible says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is and will always be death. Because of our sin, we are separated from God. And because of being separated from God, we are enemies of God. And because we are enemies of God, we're lost. 
However, there is good news. God does not desire to see you in a lost state. God doesn't desire to see you in a sinful state. God wants to be connected to you. He wants to use you for his glory. So God loved us so much, all of humanity, that he sent his son to die a death that we, each and every one of us, deserved so that we could not only have everlasting life, but so that we could be saved. We would no longer be lost, but we would be found. We would no longer be blind, but we would see. Here is the better news. Salvation is a free gift. It's not something you earn or buy. All you have to do is receive it. The Bible says that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. When you confess your sins, you're admitting guilt for the things that you have done wrong in the sight of God. When you confess Christ, you are admitting allegiance to him by giving your life to him and committing your ways to him. When you strap on the gospel of peace, you retain that fire to see God's kingdom advance. When you strap on the gospel of peace, you are able to go a little further when you feel like giving up or giving in. When you strap on the gospel of peace, you are provided with the support that you need when you feel weak or that you are about to fall. When you strap on the gospel of peace, you are able to ward off any injuries or infections that may try to manifest from the impact of incoming fiery darts of the devil. One misconception about armor is that you will never get hit. I'm here to tell you that's not accurate. You may get hit, but the armor lessens the impact of the blow. So when depression and anxiety start to set in, remember the gospel of peace. When addiction and low self-esteem start to set in, remember the gospel of peace. When you are discouraged and feeling like giving up, remember the gospel of peace. So, where does preparation come in? As the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 6, we are having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Preparation means to put in proper condition or readiness. When we strap on the gospel of peace, we have to remember that preparation is the key. The Bible says in 1 Peter 3.15 that we must be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason 
of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. We must be ready, unashamedly and unafraid, to spread this gospel of peace. Are you saved? Why are you saved? How do you know you are saved? When you truly understand the depths of God's love for you, that he would go the depths that he went to to get you back, you are always ready to strap on the gospel of peace. Everywhere you go, you are to be an agent of preparation for the gospel of peace to go forth. So then the question you must ask yourself is, is my life of such where wherever I go, people see Christ and want to know more about him? This is a short story called The Rain's Coming by Darren Polk. It's a story about preparing for success. There were two farmers, Hank and Joe, who lived on adjacent properties. They were in the middle of a long drought that had left their land parched, making it almost impossible to grow crops. One day, Joe looked over his fence and saw Hank working on building a new dam. What are you doing that for? There's no water, Joe said. The rain's coming, replied Hank. Joe looked up at the cloudless sky, shrugged his shoulders, and walked away. A couple of weeks later, Joe looked over his fence again and saw Hank working on a new irrigation system. What's the point of doing that? There's still no water, Joe shouted. The rain's coming, replied Hank. That's what you said the last time, Joe muttered under his breath as he turned around and walked away. A few weeks later, large black clouds started to fill the sky, and then the rain finally fell, breaking the drought with a massive downfall that had the potential to change the future for all of the farmers in the region. Hank looked out from his farmhouse as his new dam and irrigation system filled with precious water, ensuring that he would benefit from the rain for a long time in the future. Joe was relieved to see the rain, but he was unprepared and his property soon dried up again a few months later, Joe looked over his fence at Hank's luscious farm with envy. Why is he so lucky? He asked himself. Hank looked back at his neighbor's dust bowl of a farm with pity. Why is he so foolish? He asked himself. Sometimes we go through challenging situations in life. Difficult economic conditions relationship issues, or perhaps even the feeling that God has abandoned us. If that's you, I want to encourage you that the rain is coming. 
Droughts don't last forever. But are you prepared to make the most of it when circumstances change for the better? Because if you're not preparing yourself during the dry season, you may miss the chance when the downfall comes. When there are no immediate job prospects due to the economy, are you still building your network, keeping your resume up to date, and increasing your level of expertise? When your spiritual life seems dry, are you still praying, reading your Bible, and engaging with a local church? When formal leadership opportunities seem few and far between, are you still influencing, guiding, mentoring, and developing your leadership capability even though you don't have a title? Or will the moment pass, leaving you to wonder why others are so much more fortunate than you? The rain's coming. Get ready. hope you've enjoyed this podcast today. Remember, the gospel of peace is such a powerful tool, a powerful weapon to use to combat idleness, to combat those uh, thoughts of depression and suicide, those thoughts of low self-esteem, those urges that you you, you tend to get when you know you're about to do something that you don't want to do and you know you shouldn't be doing. All you have to do is to strap on those shoes of peace and make sure that you are prepared. Victory and trials are amazing preparation for the gospel of peace to go, th- go forth. When somebody wants to know how you were able to be level-headed in the situation that you were in. You can stop and tell them, well, I'm a child of God. And it's because of God's grace and mercy and long suffering that I was able to be level headed and calm in this situation. Remember, preparation is always the key. And your life is the greatest preparation you will ever have. Remember, the rain is coming. Until next time, I'll see you later.